It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Big names visiting the DMV ahead of the 2022 NFL Draft and a new team employee joins the formation right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host, Chris Russell, the rooster, one half of the Russell and Medher show on the Team 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listener view every single day. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And Chris, the game has already started when it comes to the NFL draft, but it's really only getting started at the same time. Kyle Hamilton and Garrett Wilson, safety from Notre Dame, the first guy, wide receiver from Ohio State, the second guy visiting the Washington Commanders on Monday. Two of the most popular names mocked to this team at, with the 11th overall pick. Yeah, and, you know, we've discussed uh, David Kyle Hamilton so much. You know, we'll, we'll save a little bit more uh, time for Garrett Wilson here, if you don't oh, mind. Yeah. And I know you're a big Ohio State guy, so Ooh, I'm really yes. curious, you know, in terms of what you see as the fit here. But, you know, I was saying on the radio on Monday afternoon, you know, we, we've heard a lot about Chris Olave. We've heard a lot about Drake London, but we haven't heard Garrett Wilson directly connected to the Washington Commanders. And no sooner did I say that than the report from Jordan Schultz of the Schultz report came out yeah. that they had just finished up a, a meeting. And let me read you something that a unnamed general manager uh, said about Garrett Wilson, right? Who we know, you know, is arguably the best receiver all around in this draft. He said, uh, and this is according to, again, Jordan Schultz, quote, Wilson is one of the best receivers he has evaluated over the past five years. Speed, route running, hands, can break the game open at any time, end quote. So when you hear that, I ask you this. I, I think that jives with what you probably saw, you know, again, watching a lot of Ohio State football. Yep. But when you're talking, and this is just one man's opinion, when you're talking about, oh, in the last five years, I, I mean, that could be something, that could be nothing, that could be hyperbole, that could be, hey, just an honest assessment. Do you think, based on what you can remember, that Garrett Wilson would size up to, you know, almost any receiver, say, over the last five years? And there's been a, a, a lot of good ones. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think Garrett Wilson really is kind of the, the total package. When you look at uh, everything that you need a wide receiver to do, first and foremost, you need him to catch, and he's got arguably the best hands in this draft class. I think, you know, just to be completely clear, I think if Jamison Williams never tears his ACL, first of all, Alabama's maybe national champions again 
Uh, but for, but I think Jamison Williams probably comes into this thing as wide receiver one, and he can do some testing and he can do some things to maybe keep his stock uh, where it should have been. So it would have been close, but it definitely could have been Jamison Williams. When you look at Garrett Wilson, basically he's got all those tools, but he's healthy, right? He's, he's also healthy on top of it, and he's been able to eat and he's been able to produce at the at the college level, the big time program at Ohio State with another guy like Chris Olave on the other side. A lot of times people will say, yeah, but. Defense had to cover both of them. That's very true. But he also had to fight with his quarter, not fight with his quarterback, but fight for his quarterback's affection because you have two number one, you know, first round options, number one potential picks for, for NFL teams this this draft season right. on the same roster. You have to go out there and show your quarterback. I'm the guy you want to look to, not him. Look at me. Both of them, both of them got to eat, which is why both of them are so talented. But again, coming off the line, he comes off the line really clean really smoothly. One of the knocks that I've heard, like guys like Lance Sterling said is he, he likes to react a little bit more. So he knows his route, obviously, but he kind of likes to see what the DB is going to do. And then he feeds off what the DB does and manipulates them and all those things. But what that really shows is the mental acuity and the, the awareness from a football standpoint of how do I set my defender up to do what I want him to do so I can do what I need to do. You take that level of intelligence, you move it to the line of scrimmage that you have. That's how you get the better releases, but the separation that the break uh, the, the coming back to the ball, knowing when to go up, knowing how to go up, knowing when to extend, knowing when to protect uh, and blocking. In today's NFL, Chris, you know as well as I do, if you can't block as a wide receiver, you're not a three-down wide receiver. Right. Garrett Wilson does all of it. All right, so I think those are some really good points, um, but here's my question now moving forward, and we'll talk a little bit about this with somebody that's scheduled to visit the team facility on Wednesday in our next segment, but mm-hmm. – I guess I'll I'll throw it as an opening salvo just about Wilson. He's six foot, about 185, right? Yeah. It seems like Washington, because they have Terry McLaurin about that size, because they have Curtis Samuel, another not big, big guy, Deami right. Brown. It seems like Washington is more looking for this big physical prototype body control, crossing routes, 50-50 balls in the corner of the end zone, leap, climb the ladder, all of that. It looks like they're not looking for the best wide receiver. They're looking Mm -hmm. for something that they ideally don't have. Do you buy that? And is that a problem in your eyes? And is that Garrett Wilson? So so you're talking about football theology, right? And, And I will tell you that for me, from a football theology standpoint, you take the most talented player, on your board that that fit that also fits a need. So, you know, if, if you've got Tom Brady uh, on your roster and he's only in his seventh year in the NFL, you're not going to take a quarterback, even if that quarterback is, say, Andrew Luck. You're going to go somewhere else. So need does play a factor. But for me, you know, if, if I'm an offensive coordinator like Scott Turner, if I'm a head coach like Ron Rivera, I want to get the most talented players I can get on the field. We as a coaching staff, that's where the challenge comes in. I'm not going to challenge my players like, hey, I want my ex to be a really tall, long guy who can box out and can have the massive wingspan. So even though you're only six foot, bro, I need you to play that role. No, I'm going to create my scheme around the players that I have. And hopefully that's what Scott Turner is doing. If they go into this thing looking for, well, I'm Scott Turner. In order to make my offense work, Coach and, and Martin, Martin, I need a Drake London. I need a Traylon Burks. I can't make this happen without one of those guys. To a certain extent, I get that, but if you're going to bypass, I mean, if he's like your third or fourth wide receiver on the board and you're taking him at number 11 when two or these other guys are ahead of you, you have no business taking that pick. First of all, for me, you need to trade back and then you make that pick. Fine, collect collect points and then come back and make more picks. But so for me, from a football theology standpoint, I don't like that move. I don't like taking a guy just because I think he fits my scheme better. I like adapting my scheme around my people. 
So for me, I would hate that. But at the end of the day, if that's what the Washington uh, commanders want to do, as long as they make it work, everybody's going to celebrate at the end. Yeah, you know, and the other guy that visited today, uh, and we'll get to Drake London uh, on uh, and his visit coming up next segment. But the other guy that visited today is Kyle Hamilton, somebody that we've talked about uh, a lot. And, you know, I guess I posed kind of an interesting, you know, question, whether you would take a Drake London or Kyle Hamilton and kind mm -hmm. of along what you were talking about. I don't know if Drake London is the best receiver in this group kind of depends on how you view him. But right. I know Kyle Hamilton is the best player at his position, and it's a need. And to me, I'm about, especially in this year, and again, we've talked about this, the wide receiver class is so deep. Like, if you have the best guy at one position and a guy that you like that you think fits you better at a position that's loaded, I'm very averse to just taking the guy at the position that's loaded versus the guy that is clearly the number one guy off your board. And there's a reason why they like Kyle Hamilton and had him in Ashburn on, on Monday. Absolutely. No, and there, there's a lot of value to that. That's why the draft is not as simple as a lot of us, honestly, try to try to make it out to seem. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you talk about draft pairings all the time. Like draft, the first time I really uh, got to kind of sit and listen through people doing a draft pairings exercise it kind of it really brought a lot of things into focus and that's what you're talking about right so if you take Kyle say say at a number 11 Garrett Wilson Drake London and Kyle Hamilton are all available well who do you take well if you ask three different people you're going to get three different answers for three different reasons all of those reasons are going to make sense and every single selection like the Washington Commanders can be more successful than they were last year this year with each of those three guys for different reasons right. so which one is the right answer well that's something you as a team kind of have to come up with and Maybe Kyle Hamilton is, you know, holistically in a vacuum, however you want to say it, uh, rated behind Garrett Wilson. But we look in the second round. Would you rather have Kyle Hamilton and then say Christian Watson out of North Dakota State or Calvin Austin III, who's more of a, a Curtis Samuel type? Or would you rather have Garrett Wilson and then a Jaquan Brisker or a Jalen Petrie in the second round? Which of those pairings do you prefer that you think you can reasonably expect uh, to be able to pull off? That is going to that's going to make an impact here. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals last year; they knew they needed a wide receiver to go with the guys they already had for Joe Burrow, and they knew they needed an offensive lineman. And I think if they're being honest, the offensive line, Panay Sewell, probably had a higher grade in a vacuum than Jamar Chase did. But you take what Jamar Chase does from a game changer standpoint, and you take the relationship between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase that elevated him. They would rather have Jamar Chase, and then the guy they end up taking in the second round. I can't remember his name right now versus Panay Sewell and any other wide receiver they could have gotten second round. That combo projection made a difference, and that's what matters in a lot of this. And that's what makes mock drafts so hard is I know how I see them. You know how you see them. Right. We have no idea how Ron Rivera, Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio, and the rest of the brain trust sees those pairings. We should uh, examine the pairings thing uh, yeah. in, an, in another episode um, because I think that's fascinating and interesting yeah. uh, the way you uh, outlined it. But coming up, we have some news about Terry McLaurin and the beginning of the offseason program on Monday for the Washington Commanders. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Thanks to our partners like our next partner that I literally use every single day. Chris, I believe you still do too as well. We're talking about AG1 from Athletic Greens. AG1 is a product. Athletic Greens is the company with one scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which I had to Google and learn what an adaptogen was. But I'm really glad I have it in my system 
uh, now and every morning. And they, they help me start my day off right. They'll help you start your day off right as well. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin on an almost daily basis. And it's important to choose which high quality ingredients your body is actually going to absorb. Athletic Greens has already done the homework for you because it was created when their founder experienced a ton of gut health issues, ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover from them, and it cost him $100 a day. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day. I add some juice to mine as well, and that's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements. Uh, the, these, this supplement will look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I can just tell you this. The juice idea was a great one, Mr. Harrison. I can tell you that. All right, guys. Also, betonline.net, as you know, is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Find out all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs off to a good start. Certainly an interesting start. Check out Mr. Kyrie Irving, huh? And the start of the Major League Baseball season. Home runs flying all over the place. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports. Wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and all the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, this is the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen and your first watch of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, again, a gentle reminder, starting next Thursday, April 28th, tune into Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft all three days. You'll get real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. For those of you dying to know who your team will take, Catch our Odyssey and Locked On NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson all this week leading up to the first pick. That's live NFL Draft coverage on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page and the Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is on Odyssey and the Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds right now through April 25th and live coverage again on all three days and nights of the 2022 NFL Draft. All right, David, uh, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell, back. Um, so the boys re- re- returned to uh, the Inova Sports Performance Center uh, on Monday. Some guys were not there exactly on time, including Terry McLaurin. He's expected to be around. And the the, the report that we got on Monday morning and has been confirmed by others is that Terry is going to be there for the off-season conditioning program, and we presume the OTAs, right. uh, that's how it's kind of been labeled, but he's not going to participate in any on-field work. Now, just for our listeners, viewers that may not be aware, there is no on-field work of any sort for another couple of weeks, and then OTAs aren't until late May. That's where teams can go 7-on-7, 9-on-9, 11 on 11 But Terry, the understanding is right now he's not expected to be on the field for those, but he will be in the building, he will be on the sidelines, that type of thing. Is this a problem in your eyes? 
No, it's not a problem at all. I think it's it's Terry's way of showing them that he's going to protect protect his investment, which is the investment he's made in his himself, his body, his skills, and the work that he's put in for the franchise, and and kind of showing them, listen, we need to get a deal done. I want to be here. And and the the beautiful thing about it is, uh, and we talked about this last year with Chase Young, and hopefully it's not going to be an issue this year, you know, because because it, it it will become an issue, a topic of conversation again if it happens. But uh, leadership. You know, Terry's there. He's a captain on the team. He, he's looked at as, you know, as one of the shining spots on this team. And this franchise is is in dire need of as many shining spots as they can get. And he's showing the team. He's showing his teammates and showing himself, honestly, like he's being the professional that he wants to be. And he wants everybody to understand. He's not, you know, unfollowing the team on Instagram. He's not doing right. any of this other craziness. He's just being very upfront. I want a new contract. I deserve a new contract. I want to stay here. You want me here. Let's make this happen. I'm in the building. I'm doing my work, my conditioning. You see me. You know, you know, you can see my fitness level, all this other stuff. But I'm not going to compromise my investment until you return that investment. It's 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 very it's very it's a very smart thing for him to do. I absolutely agree, and I don't think Terry should receive any criticism. The only thing that I would point out is if he's going to do conditioning, meaning running and mm-hmm. you know some of the different things uh, that you might do, say in the bubble out of the weight room, you know you could get injured that way as well. Yeah. So there's yeah. some some risk. There's less risk, but some risk. And right. the only other thing that I would say is, you know, if 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 Terry, um, you know, if, if Terry wasn't around. And doing this, I would have a little bit more of a problem, but because he's choosing to be there, and like you said, in the meetings, uh, around the building, chemistry, all that stuff, to me, this is a way different situation than Chase Young. Number one, Terry's got a lot more experience and a lot more on the resume than Chase Young had when Chase Young chose to do this last year and wasn't even in the building. So there is a huge difference in that regard. All right, moving on uh, from that, Washington's also going to – host over the next couple of days, depending on when you're listening to this, Perry and Winfrey, a defensive tackle from Oklahoma on Tuesday, and the aforementioned Drake London on Wednesday. Again, we've spent some time on Drake, so I just wanted to get a word in with you, David, on Perry and Winfrey. Uh, again, I, I think this is a guy who's you know more of a one-gap shooter, penetrator, like blow things up, get into the backfield, disrupt, stop the run on the way to the quarterback, something Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera preached over the last two years. Uh, probably a three-technique guy, uh, you know, uh, again, not a, a two-gapper, not a run stopper per se. That's probably right. the weaknesses of his game. Does that fit make sense to you? It does because I think, you know, when, when you run a 4-3, the idea is that you're going to get most of your pressure in the pass, uh, passing game from your front four. And, and let's just be honest, uh, the Washington Commanders did not get enough of that last year, and they haven't gotten enough of that, uh, especially for how many draft picks they've invested into that group. And whether it's, you know, playing your assignment, whether it's an effort thing, whether it's a conditioning thing, whatever the reason is, that's what Jack Del Rio and his guys, that's the biggest challenge because if you can get that front line stacked with first round draft picks to do what they need to do, then it makes life a lot easier for the back end. And, and honestly, if, if this team was coming off of having a very disruptive front four uh, and, you know, and Jamin Davis maybe showed some flares as, as an, as an off ball blitzer and, and all this other stuff, I'd be okay sticking with Bobby McCain. The reason I'm not okay sticking with Bobby McCain is because as of right now, I have no reason to think that opposing quarterbacks aren't going to have an open shot at hitting the ball downfield against Bobby McCain. And I just don't trust him enough to be there without the support 
of the pass rush. So yeah, Perion Winfrey would be a great addition uh, to this front four and give Jack Del Rio a little bit of scheme versatility and flexibility to kind of put some things together. Uh, right. And maybe sometimes you have him over the A-gap, maybe sometimes you play him off the edge if he shows a little bit of potential there, and you kind of pair him with like a Chase Young out there, maybe stand Chase up a little bit. I'm a very creative defensive uh defensive-minded guy so though guys like perion winfrey really unlock a lot of things for your team yeah and that report was first uh, by john keim of espn who also put a note that kyle hamilton and drake london who again is visiting uh, Ashburn on Wednesday are very, you know, I forget the exact term, but very, very real possibilities at number 11 for Washington. So again, we can sit here and debate all we want. We don't know who's going to actually be there, but it appears, it appears. And John is normally not very ag aggressive per se in mm -hmm. his reporting. He's normally more conservative. It's, yeah. it appears that somebody inside the building is saying, Hey, Hello, ding, 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 Keep ding. On this guy. Drake, yeah. You know, if Drake London is there and or Kyle Hamilton are there, it's very likely that those are going to be uh, the two picks. So we'll see, uh, you know, where that goes, um, you know, w w with that. And and I would I would just say this, you know, real quickly. Uh, you know, Washington is 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 bringing in all these guys like a guy like Winfrey is not going to go in the first round, of course, uh, but they have to bring in all of these guys to get a further book on them to see how they react when they're at a team facility. Remember, they haven't been able to do that. That's the reason, you know, for the top 30 visits. So, you know, it's a little bit different. All right. Uh, Absolutely. Coming up next, we will get into a new addition to the organization, replacing one of the more embarrassing episodes uh, of the 2021 season. This oh. is the Locked On Commanders podcast. And David, why don't you tell our listeners about our friends at Rock Auto? Yeah, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store, even your favorite one, and the dealership to stock all the parts you're ever going to need or want. Why go through a counter? Why go to why go to the counter while the parts guy looks at the computer and basically gives you the choice of parts that they just happen to carry because they have a contract or they get a deal and then they don't pass those deals on to you instead. If you have access to a computer or a smartphone, you have access to rockauto.com. Why spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or car dealership than what you can get it for at rockauto.com, whose prices are reliably low for every customer. Do it yourself for a professional. It doesn't matter. The prices are always going to be low, whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, whatever you need, they have at rockauto.com. Go there right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And while you're at rockauto.com, why don't you try also going to built.com? Why? Because they are the purveyors of Built Bar and Built Bar Puffs. Have you tried the puffs yet? We keep telling you about them. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, and they are fluffy. They are marshmallowy, and they are delicious. Uh, the puffs are you know, a couple of different flavors. We tell you about the yummy cinnamony churro, the coconut marshal, marshmallow, my favorite, the banana cream pot. Love, love, love the Built Bar puffs. And the Built Bars, don't forget about them. The old originals, uh, all the different flavors, and they keep coming out with new flavors, uh, different things all the time. Again, your traditional favorites like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, uh, and a new flavor this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. How about that? They're trying out new flavors 
all the time. You can find out all about that at built.com. And when you go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. That's again, the promo code LOCKED15 to try our friends out for 15% off at built.com. Final segment here at the Locked On Commanders podcast, kicking off the week after the Easter weekend. Uh, for all those who celebrate, hopefully you had a great weekend. For those of you who don't, hopefully you had a great weekend anyway. Uh, Chris Russell, David Harrison here for the Locked On Commanders podcast on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82. Find the show at LO Commanders. Uh, the Washington Commanders, Chris, had a new hire on Monday that they announced via press conference. New head athletic trainer, Al Bellamy. And uh, you mentioned for... For those who somehow don't know, fill them in on the story of, of where this whole position search started. All right. So, uh, yeah, for those that don't remember this episode from uh, last, I believe it was early October, there was like a Friday afternoon and the team was basically shut down, getting ready for a Sunday game. And all of a sudden we hear about the DEA rating. Yeah the Inova Sports Performance Center, and they basically uh, arrested and, and, and cuffed and, and, and brought out Ryan Vermillion, who was Ron Rivera's basically first hire when he took over here in Washington, had been with him in Carolina, so on and so forth. RV was known and respected by many. Not everybody loved him, but known and respected by many as a really, really good trainer, a head athletic trainer, I should say, uh, in the NFL. Well, Clearly, that did not work out. David, just for our audience, I checked in with the DEA about a week and a half ago, and mm. I was told that they are no closer really to resolving this. Don't know what's going to exactly come out of it, but here's what we know. Washington, the commanders, and Ron Rivera couldn't wait any longer, certainly, mm. uh, to clear the name, if possible, of Ryan Vermillion, so they had to go in a different direction. So they hire a guy named Al Bellamy. Now, who is Al Bellamy? Well, He's been with Temple for the last nine years. Plenty of NFL experience with Martin Mayhew and the Detroit Lions. So that's a connection there. And he was an assistant athletic trainer way back, David, when this organization and this franchise was kicking ass and taking names. The last time this team won a Super Bowl, you know who was on that medical staff? Mr. Bellamy the new head athletic trainer. So, I mean, you bring back a little vintage taste of the past, right? Bubba Tire wasn't available, uh, so they had to go with the next best option, I guess. Uh, so ultimately, they hire a guy with plenty of NFL experience, plenty of experience with Martin Mayhew, who was then a player on that team, and experience with Martin Mayhew as an executive in Detroit. Now, he's been with Temple again for the last nine years, working not only with their football program, but also all their other sports. The one thing that struck me was certainly this seems on the surface like, like a good hire and a smart hire. I just right. wonder, since the last time he worked in the NFL, I think the NFL landscape, David, has changed. Like agents are a lot more involved, a lot more yeah. pushy. There's social media. There's back and forth. There's sniping. I mean, I just remember so many different stories that I covered when Larry Hess was the head athletic trainer and how many players hated him and were so dissatisfied. I wonder if he's ready for that. I wonder if he's aware. I, I'm sure he has to be, but I wonder yeah. how that all unfolds. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not in the medical profession, but I but I feel like it would be a profession like, you know, a, a lot. I mean, Chris, uh, you know how it is, you know, when, when you get all the reporters in a workroom and and there's kind of a lull in the action, everybody trades stories, you know what I mean? And it, it could even be uh, visiting media staff. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to name names or anything, but I was in a media workroom um, and there was another team in town and their, their media, their beat writers and everybody were there. And obviously we're sharing a space and they were kind of going on and on about what they deal with, with that, that team that they, they cover. And uh, it made us very, very happy to be covering the team that we were covering. I'll tell you that much. So, I mean, we, you know, people talk, that's what people do in any profession. So you feel like the medical profession, especially head athletic trainers of college programs and, and, and NFL programs. Uh, again, he spent a lot of time in the NFL before he went to temple. So, I mean, he's, he's still got friends in and around the business. And I think it's just, really, I think for the, for the entire medical field, not even just, you know, athletic trainers, I think more and more, you know, people are more in control of their medical care and what's happening, want more of a say in what's happening. You know, I think the days of, hey, doc, here's what I feel. Here's what I think. And they say, OK, take two of these, call me in the morning. and You just do it. Those right. days are kind of gone. You know what I mean? Even, you know, you go to mechanics and, you know, it used to be oh, I hear a knock whenever I turn left on first street. It's like, OK, well, give me 500 bucks and you won't hear that knock anymore. OK, go ahead. No, people want to know what you're doing, why you're doing it. So I feel like that's probably even been in the college program. That's even been. Uh, a thing as these players are getting groomed to be more, you know, more intelligent about what's happening to them, what's getting put in their bodies, uh, all that stuff. So, and then given what they're coming off of, I don't think they make this higher unless they're confident that there's not going to be really any bumps in the road mm-hmm. moving forward because you're, you're, you're turning the page on one chapter in, in the history of this team right now, a very short, ugly chapter, but you want to turn that page. You don't want to turn it and have more nightmares on the, in the next chapter. You know what I mean? You want to get to the good stuff now. Yeah. So I think that there, there was probably a lot of due diligence done in this hire. I hope so. I hope so, because that is the last thing this organization yeah. needed for sure. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen and your first watch of the day. Now make your second listen and watch the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy, former NFL quarterback Eric Crocker, bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with inside analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we'll have a voicemail that we'll get into. David will have that for you on his solo episode, Thursday episode. I'll have Kevin Sheehan, one of the most influential voices in Washington, D.C. sports on the next edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you want to hop in, again, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or the voicemail 301-615-3577 for David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, don't drive like a maniac, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.